Welcome to the Jennings Wire online magazine podcast series, where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Emerald Kaufman. I'm the radio director of Annie Jennings PR, the national firm behind the online feature magazine sensation, JenningsWire.com, a special community of bloggers and podcasters that is capturing the heart of America. There's nothing like it on the web, and we invite you to visit JenningsWire.com to discover the blogger that is just right for you. Today's guest is Bob Ragazzo. He's a certified defensive driving instructor and founder of Save Your Teen Driver. Texting, of course, also tweeting and Snapchatting these days, while driving has become an epidemic on our roadways, accounting for at least 5,000 deaths and 200,000 injuries each year. Bob is here with us today to talk about that issue and the five essential actions for driving safely and why it's important to sack the phone before driving. So welcome, Bob. Thank you, Stacey. So we just mentioned the injuries, the deaths caused by texting while driving. Uh, how big of a problem is it really? I mean, is it really that big of an issue where you just are able to look down at your phone, maybe at a stoplight? Is that a big deal? Yeah, if you notice that uh, as you're driving now, take note of how many heads you see down. That's that's one of the ways you can tell. But according to the National Safety Council, um, texting while driving is now one of the top three causes of distracted driving crashes and it's suspected that it's extremely underreported because typically if I were in my, my car and I were to get rear-ended, if there are no injuries involved, we don't put, the, the police will not pull the cell phone record. So, of course, nobody's ever using their phone, right? So uh, a distracted driver may come up and hit you uh, from behind, and if it's a fender bender, it'll never go reported. Um, but that's – so it it's probably – if it's not the number one cause now, it will be soon. Bob, why do you think so many people are unable to disengage from their phones while they're driving? Well, that's a real good question because one of the things is we have the um, – it, it's really attitude. Okay, It all starts with attitude. Attitude is the key to defensive driving, and attitude encompasses a lot of different things, including focus. So people think that driving is easy, and that's when we jump into the um, our deadly driving myths that we also want to touch on. But you know, people think driving is easy, so they are pretty much casual drivers. And you know, if you drive casually, you know, you will eventually become a casualty, and that's really what it comes down to. So you need to understand that driving is not easy. It's mostly a mental. It's ninety percent mental, and that you can walk and chew gum at the same time, but you cannot do two complex things like driving and talking on the phone or texting at the same time. The human brain just doesn't work that way. Well, Bob, you alluded to the deadly driving myths. Can you tell us what those are? Yeah. Well, like I said, the first one, driving is easy, okay? And it actually is not easy. Driving is very scientific. There are five things that you need to be doing at all times while you're driving. And uh, those five things are you need to be checking your speed, checking your space between you and the vehicle in front of you, and making sure you maintain a two to three second distance between you on dry pavement, because that's your stopping distance. Checking your 
mirrors and scanning your mirrors every three to five seconds. This is something that drives me crazy because they don't teach it at all in driver's ed. It's only the extra, uh, extra good driver's ed teachers that actually teach this, but most of them do not know about this. You need to be scanning your mirrors every three to five seconds. It's a perimeter scan. This way you know what's happening on either side of you and behind you. And you also need to be scanning the horizon 100 yards down the road. So you're doing this in sequence. And the final fifth thing is asking yourself the what if question. And the what if question is, what if a kid runs out in the street? What if a deer jumps in front of my car? What if the car in front of me or to the side of me has a mechanical problem? Where am I going? That's, that's what we call your bailout question. Where am I going to go if, in fact, the two cars in front of me collide? Uh, if I'm on a highway, where am I going? And you always have to maintain an open space. So there's a lot more to driving than we've been led to believe. And unfortunately, we train young drivers in these things that they've never heard of before. So that's deadly myth number one. Uh, deadly myth number two is multitasking. Multitasking is a myth. The human brain cannot work simultaneously. It works sequentially, which means if you are texting and driving, you're switching back and forth between your driving and your texting. If you switch at the wrong time, the results are disastrous. So we've got to dispel that multitasking myth. There's a great article um, that uh, that we have on our blog about uh, multitasking. It was done by a neuroscientist in um, Stanford, at Stanford University, um, a gentleman by the name of Clifford Nass. And it just talks about how multitasking just weakens your ability to do even simple tasks long term. So the idea is it's very, very uh, destructive to your productivity. And it doesn't work. You just, if you're doing two things at once, you're just doing two things badly. Yeah, Bob, I mean, this is all scary stuff out there. How can we, uh, you want to say stop the carnage or limit the casualties? What can parents do? What can driving educators do? What can teens do out there on the roads? Well, tell you what, the driving is instinctive, and this is part of what we try to drum into the um, new drivers and we just basically are we, we need to we work with educators and make them understand you cannot talk these problems away you have to train them away so I'll give you a perfect for instance I was driving late at night to drop off a friend of mine we were going toward the Lincoln Tunnel and it's a long old road and it's got an old um, exit and as we're going down this exit, and all of a sudden I see headlights coming. Now, that did not seem right. My instinct, luckily, was very good. I moved to the right and got out of the way. The individual was coming up a one way. Um, and my friends were in the car. They said, wow, you know, you just, you know, you're very calm about that. I got, shake, I got shook up after it was done. But at the time, my instinct kicked in. And what we try to understand is if you have safe driving habits, that will get you home. Um, pledges and things like that just don't do it. And that's why we don't, we're not big believers in teen driving lectures as much as teen driving training. So the idea of SAC the phone is to establish the habit 
of putting the phone into our cell phone sack that we actually have a, a, a physical sack that we distribute and putting it in the glove box or putting it away so that you're not looking at it. And just much the same as clicking a seatbelt. Get into those habits. Those habits will carry into your adult life and will carry you through for many years and they'll keep you safe. Those are the things we have to rely on. But um, we also need to understand you've got to be focused when you drive. You've got to adopt a pilot's mentality when you're behind the wheel. So all of these things combined, taking driving more seriously, understanding that your brain cannot handle two complex tasks at once, and establishing those safe driving habits. These are the, the ways to reverse this trend and stop the carnage, as I say. Well, Bob, I want to thank you for sharing your wisdom and insight with us. And our listeners can learn more about Bob Regazzo and his mission to educate the teen driver by visiting their website, which is saveyourteendriver.com, saveyourteendriver.com. Bob, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, Stacey. I appreciate it. It's been my pleasure. This podcast is presented by Annie Jennings of the national publicity firm, Annie Jennings PR, the creator of Jennings Wire Online Magazine. Jennings Wire is capturing the heart of America with its rich community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. So please visit JenningsWire.com and discover the blogger that is just right for you. Till next time.